In my last episodes, I talked a lot about feminine energy and also how to receive in your feminine energy. So in today's episode, I'm tackling the opposite side of the spectrum, le masculine. Basically, all the nuances that go into being in your masculine energy and also how you can be healthy in your masculine energy. Not all masculine energy is toxic. And in fact, we're trying to encourage it to not be toxic at all. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. Hello, welcome, or welcome back to my podcast. My name is Ariel, and I have really been digging all of the the new types of work that I've been doing this past year. And when I think of work, I obviously think of myself in my masculine energy. And it's interesting because before I used to think that being in, in your masculine energy had to mean being kind of rigid, kind of being a perfectionist, being really competitive, being really arrogant. I thought of work as like being in this negative mind space all the time. So it's interesting that in this past year that's changed for me. And I've realized that your energy can change and not be in this weird, unhealthy masculine state, this toxic masculine state. Yeah, even at work, you you don't have to be toxic. Imagine that. Well, okay, I want to break down what masculine energy is and basically how to embrace it in the best way. Also, especially if you are attracted to masculine energy or you want to bring in better masculine energy into a relationship in general, I want to tackle that too. Okay, so what is the masculine? Well, masculine energy. So when you have masculine and feminine energy, those are the expressions of each sides of those spectrums. That doesn't mean that you are a male body or female body. You are a body with both energies in you. And a lot of the times, if you are male, you will have predominantly masculine energy. If you're female, you will have predominantly feminine energy. But you ebb and flow. And in life, in the world, we basically have to have a balance of both. And there's a balance of both in almost every single thing we do. So with that cleared up, the masculine is the doer in my opinion. It is the action-oriented, the planner, the the one that drives and moves so that all of the, the feelings and the connectedness and everything can exist. It drives and makes plans and works hard so that they can achieve all the dreams and the happiness that the feminine has envisioned for it, basically. I think... A lot of people say that the that the um, feminine actually leads the masculine in this way because the feminine is all about achieving free flow, achieving like, you know, nurturing and like, like connectedness and, and intuition. And in order for that to exist, you need a safe space and you need to create that grounded safe space in the world. That's where the masculine comes in. 
In my opinion, the healthiest form of the masculine is safe and protective and providing. So with a literal person, that looks like, you know, the man is a provider, you know, or the woman. Like, that means security in terms of, let's say, being being financially stable, being consistent, um, being able to be courageous enough to protect someone against, I don't know, like actual attacks from animals or other people in life. Also, like forms of protection are saving up money for a rainy day, like putting together plans and like having a healthy financial plan so that you're set up and safe and secure in your house and enough to take trips, things like that. It's really the practical, grounded, sort of tactile, like, or very, um, you know, everything that's kind of earthly and how things operate and work, works. Does that make sense? And there's a lot to masculine energy. So a lot of it is driving and doing. And so there's a lot of masculine energy that you guess, I guess you could say is the, um, let's say chaser because aggressor makes that sound aggressive, but they're, they are the active energy. Whereas the feminine is the receiver of all that energy, you know? So in relationships, this often looks like the ideal of in a heterosexual relationship, the masculine energy or the male will be chasing and pursuing the feminine slash female person. So a lot of the times people will argue that women shouldn't chase men if, you know, if they follow traditional energy dynamics because they will be in their masculine energy. However, this is really complicated because like mentioned before, all of us have a mix of both these energies. And to be honest, it gets a little bit confusing because you can be a really extroverted sort of fiery female. And because you're like that, you would attract a male that is possibly more introverted and that is less active and more receiving, but nonetheless safe to be around and providing. So what is the actual dynamic is that healthy is that healthy because you have good complementary masculine feminine energy between the two of you despite your gender roles yeah i think that is i think that is so it gets confusing to a lot of people when it comes to relationships because they say the woman should not chase the man i will say this if you're in a relationship where you are you are expelling masculine energy and it does not seem to be received, I think that's when it's a problem. <laughs> I think if you want to be chasing a person and then they keep not responding to you, let's say you're texting a guy that you like and he hasn't gotten back to you. You just went on a date. He has not gone back to you. You're all texting him. You're like, oh, maybe I should tell him that... I had a good time. Maybe I should like send him a gift. Maybe I should like check up on him or something like that. 
And he does not seem to be responding to that in a way where he wants to receive that. So if you are exerting a certain amount of masculine chasing energy and it's not being received literally, then, you know, that's not a good use of your masculine energy. And that's why you don't want to be in your masculine. In terms of if men and women should chase each other, whatever, I'm still on the fence as to whether or not I believe we should really be taking on those roles in terms of gender. But in yourself, I think there has to be a healthy dynamic of if you're going to be a masculine and be in, or if you want to be in your masculine energy and chase, do it with a receiving, receptive feminine energy. Especially if you're a female doing that. Okay? So, again, the healthiest forms of masculine energy, in my opinion, like, are really grounded and allow for the structure and great foundation so that the feminine energies can free flow and so that, you know, everything can flow and work in a nice, you know, systematic way. And the toxic expression of that, I think we're all familiar with. <laughs> the toxic expression of masculinity is when to- healthy masculinity didn't know that, like, it. it's what... Toxic masculinity is masculinity that doesn't know, like, how to do anything in a healthy way, obviously. But it's like, for example, it's when you want to pursue a person and you're being too aggressive. And then it turns into some sort of assault. That's when you're at a workplace and you start bullying or you get really overly competitive or, you know, you get worse and you're like, I don't know, being racist or you're making like really risky, like sort of like, I don't, I don't know, like you're tricking people. You see how I don't even know the words for, for bad business. (laughs) Like what's it called? You're, you know, you're screwing people over. There you go. And, but you're still trying to achieve like, you know, You're trying to get a lot of money, but you're screwing people over. That's you doing too much with masculine energy, being really smart and manipulative about it, but, you know, using all that masculine energy in the worst, keyword, unsafe for everyone way. You're not protecting other people. You're making them feel unsafe. And that is simply what toxic masculinity is. But not so simply, that has destroyed a lot of our society. Society has tried, society has evolved in their perception of what masculinity should be. And other forms of toxic masculinity is actually being really passive. So, well, I guess that's toxic masculinity, but like in general, toxic masculine energy is being really passive. Because in that way, you're literally not being masculine if you're passive. So let's say you're trying to pursue someone and the way that you're pursuing it, pursuing them is dropping hints, but not really being um, straightforward about it. 
Sometimes people think, oh, that's that'll make someone feel safer. But for example, if you are a male friends with a female, she's friend zoned you and you're suddenly taking her on pseudo dates and things. And because of that, you think she will get the idea that you are interested in her. She probably has that idea. <laughs> However, that's not an outright ask. She perceives that as, oh, this guy likes me. He's being hopeful. He's not really doing anything else but being hopeful. He's not saying anything. Now I have to probably say it because for whatever reason, he's not actually asking me out. He's not being upfront with his actual intentions. He's expecting me to pick up on something. And so here's the key again. He expects me to speak up and to say something about it. Many many females, so female gendered people, who have been in the situation where they have friend zone a lot of male friends, and when the said friend zone male friend speaks up or like like often does this, they feel like, oh, I have to be the one to do this. And sometimes that it really depends on you and your expression of whatever your masculine energy really is, but I think this can get toxic because it's very expectant. It's very much not taking responsibility, even though it was the best of intentions. I had this happen with a friend zone friend that I'm no longer friends with and nothing, no relationship with at all. And he, he and I would hang out and we would go to like Disneyland and we'd hang out and stuff. And it's like, you go to Disneyland with your platonic friends. You really do. You don't just have to be in a relationship, right? But after a while, my friend was just like, well, we do datey things. And like, I don't understand why, you know, this is a friendship because we go on things that are similar to dates. And I was like, first of all, a lot of people can do the same exact things as, as people in a relationship, but they can just be platonic friends. You go out to dinner with your your platonic friend. You go to the movies with your platonic friend because you've decided you are platonic friends. Very straightforwardly. Without this straightforwardness, there can be an entitlement to masculine energy. And they are passive. They make you feel like you have to speak up and do everything. And it overall just feels like it's somehow still controlling and then you end up feeling bad and then but it's really like manipulative in certain ways too so in order for you to you know be like in healthy toxic masculine you do have to be clear about your intentions, especially if you're wanting something and you're trying to go after it. You can't just drop hints and be passive about it. I mean, you hate that in women who are like trying to tell you to take them out to like, I don't know, like, I really wanted to do something for my birthday, but I'm just going to drop hints, but I want to actually say it. Like, you hate that. But if you're actively trying to pursue a feminine person then be straightforward about it, you know? So I already touched a lot on um, 
basically relationship dynamics between masculine and feminine and how the masculine can show up. And yeah, in general, I feel like a lot of masculine energy dominant men tend to think that the best type of masculine or the masculine energy that will attract feminine energy is sort of this arrogant sometimes a lot of the times toxic expression of masculinity of masculine energy so you know instead of like predominantly trying to make someone feel safe they're like I will attract a woman by you know showing off that I am attractive to all women I will attract her by making her feel jealous and by showing her that so many other women find me desirable I know there are different types of people in the world and different things like happen with different people, but because I'm talking about healthy, okay, I think the healthiest situations would be (laughs) where you're not using jealousy to attract people. This is another manipulative form of masculinity. This isn't healthy. Obviously, women do this too, so it's, I don't know if this falls into like, into female or or masculine or feminine energy or anything at all. But I'm pointing this out because this assertion of like how much value you have as like in your masculine energy does not make feminine energy feel safe. And so again, that is what it comes down to. The healthiest form of masculine energy is being protective and making the feminine energy feel safe enough to free flow. Without that, you're just waving your masculine shit all over the place and you're not making anybody feel safe. There's no point in it. You're just being aggressive to be aggressive. You're not allowing the healthiest form of femininity to thrive. You're just kind of killing it by making it feel jealous. Or, I don't know. Like, there's also, I don't know, like... Yeah, all those petty games and things, that's a lot of masculine energy that is very toxic. What else can I say about the masculine? Well, right now, I feel like a lot of females are doing this thing where we are reclaiming our feminine, like our female power. And because of that, a lot of women are in their masculine energy. Like a lot of us are leaders, which is awesome. A lot of us are business people, are like big artists and stars with our own companies. I want that. And I think it's confusing as a woman to be someone with such big goals and career and to still feel feminine to feel like you're receiving as much as you are like chasing. And it's confusing because here's the argument. If you have your own business, especially if you're someone like me who wants to be like a writer and you have a creative business, doesn't that feel like it's just a business about your femininity, (laughs) your feminine expression? Do you know what I mean? I kind of think so, but maybe the key in feminine energy is receiving and connecting, I guess. So, whereas in in the like in the in the masculine energy, it's like being protective and safe and creating all the things that like doing all the things that'll create that. So, in feminine energy, if you are creating all the things that 
like and expressing all the things in a way that encourages I guess that connectedness that encourages nurturing that encourages like I don't know more expression or whatever all the and and especially free-flowing I feel like you can still be in your feminine energy while doing like while like creating a business and stuff because I think I think you can also you know you can be someone who's in their feminine energy be free-flowing but follows a schedule like that's also really confusing you can be organized you can have your shit together you can quote unquote work hard and be in a form of healthy masculinity but also take the time to receive to keyword nurture yourself and to allow yourself emotions again men also do that too so it's still confusing for me just like with relationships to define what feminine like if you can be in either or energy I think you have to have a balance of both and you as a person don't have to be lazy in work if you're in your feminine energy but also you don't have to be too rigid and uptight so I guess that's a really tricky one but yeah in general I've seen this a lot of the times with a lot of like holistic and like like female um, led businesses. A lot of like people on Instagram and stuff t- who talk about feminine and masculine energy are always talking about how women obviously can run businesses and still be in their feminine energy and not feel rigid and not feel always like stressed or or whatever. Because a lot of the times, again, if you think about it, that is why like feminine energy can make for great leaders because at the top they're a person with big picture ideas who emphasizes connectedness and nurturing others so that the others can be in their masculine and you know be consistent and work hard and be safe and you know yeah (laughs) anyway I think that is mostly all I want to talk about with the masculine energy I will revisit these energies again and and talk more about their dynamics and probably break down more of their dynamics within a relationship but for now peace and love bye bye